Each week, we have a few more coming back, uh, creating a safe space for everyone here with social distancing and, and, uh, and respect for each other. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We continue our study of the Lord's Prayer. We get to the fourth petition that Jesus teaches his disciples. Give us this day our daily bread. The following are some cute reinterpretations uh, by some small children. You can only imagine, right? One little girl began her prayer like this. Our Father in heaven, hello. What's your name? Another five-year-old girl prayed, give us this day our daily bread and liberty and justice for all. A kindergartner asked God to give us this day our jelly bread. And then there's this little boy, and I can agree with this, forgive us our dentist <laughs> as we forgive our dentist. And then my favorite was the young boy who said, our father who art in heaven, how'd you know my name? <laughs> this morning we examined the fourth petition, and here's what we're looking for. An antidote for worry, an affirmation of God's generous care, and the perfection of God's timing. Let's pray. Lord God, may the words of my mouth and may the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. May these words be your words, and for all that I don't speak, Lord, may you fill in the gaps that your word would be known today and you would have for each one of us exactly what we need. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The petition begins with give us. Give us. Over 20 times in the New Testament, we're encouraged to ask. 20 times we're encouraged to ask. God is waiting for us to ask. This prayer is a request in the book of James, the apostle says this. He says in chapter 4, you do not have because you do not ask God. Ask. Now, in the Greek, Greek is interesting because um, in the Greek language, whoever put it together doesn't like to repeat themselves. Okay? And so you'll get statements these series of statements that actually revert back to a previous statement. And when Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread, it actually refers back to your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, the will of God on earth as it is in heaven is to give us what we need. It is a continuation of the phrase, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done as it is in heaven to give us our daily needs. But the petition is more than just a completion of God's will. Okay? The Greek word dos, or donami, translated gives, implies the provision of those things which are necessary. In other words, let me be clear. 
To pray, give us, is not a demand. The prayer is an affirmation of God that God will provide our needs before we even know we have a need. The focus is on trusting for God's care. The petition sets aside worry. For if we trust in God, where is worry? Worry is an attempt to control that which is uncontrollable. Worry is the result of feeling helpless. When we pray for God's provision in faith, give us. We're asking God for help, and we give our control and our worries to God. You know, um, I think if we prayed as much as we worried, we probably wouldn't worry that much, would we? Give us this day. Now, this day is an interesting two words. Um, The Greek word epizunson, translated this day, more accurately points to the future. In fact, it's in the future tense. It's a request for God to give us today that which is needed for the challenges of tomorrow. When we pray, give us this day our daily bread. We're not just talking about today. We're talking about tomorrow and the next and the next. And, and here's the deal. It's, it's about, it's about <clears throat> submitting ourselves to God's timing. When we pray, give us this day, we surrender our timing. We put ourselves under what God is doing. We're not not trying to to force our timetable on God. Rather, not my schedule, O God, but in your time, may your divine provision be provided. You know, (laughs) how many of us have discovered that our timing is different from God's? Anybody here? Well, I don't know about you, but I find myself always in a hurry. You know, and um, I, I find myself saying, God, I need it now. Anybody prayed that prayer? Come on, be honest. Come on. Every one of us have prayed that prayer. Give it to me now. But God doesn't work in a hurry. God's timing is perfect. Preparing us for the challenges that are before us that oftentimes we don't even know about. Waiting requires faith. God wants our trust moment by moment, day by day, from one season to the next. Give us this day our daily bread. Not just today. Not just weekly or monthly or annually. But when your timing, O God, is perfect... Give us this day. And then daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, throughout the Bible, bread is uh, oftentimes used as a metaphor for, uh, for God's provision. So I was just talking about, you know, <laughs> the ingredients and, and the food that we put in our mouth. 
but the needs that we have for our lives uh, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Give us this day our daily bread. In fact, the word episios, uh, <coughs> artos, translated daily bread, typically in, when it's used in the New Testament, means divine provision. Divine provision. This is not a request just for food, but all that is needed to live in God's preferred will. The Greek word episoso translated daily more appropriately to what is coming in the future. Tomorrow, in the days to come. These two words, daily bread, put us under God's provision for the future. The Bible doesn't say, <laughs> may God supply all my greed, or God will supply all I want. Instead, and I'll thank God for this, because there's been lots of things that I've wanted, and there's been lots of things that I've prayed for that the, the provision of God was so much greater. Amen? Yes. Instead, there's a fullness to this request that all our needs, physically, emotionally, spiritually, God wants, God wants to provide for us. Not as we want, but as what is best. Okay, when we put all this together, okay, we can expand the petition, give us this day our daily bread, as a prayer asking for divine assistance, submitting to God's timing, receiving God's provision, more fully, the petition would read like this. May your will come, may your will include the provisions of all that is coming in the future. Did you hear that? May your will include the provisions of all that is coming in the future. Put that back on the screen. Put it on the screen. Let's pray that together. May your will include the provisions of all that is coming in the future. One of the things we don't know is the future. We may think we know. We may make plans. We may have great anticipations. But God knows. And God is preparing us today for that which is coming tomorrow. May your will include the provisions of all that is coming in the future. In Paul's letter to the church at Philippi, and it was read for you earlier, we see Paul's faith as he, uh, as, as he understood the holy provision of God's future and God's timing. I want to read it for you again. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything but in prayer, but in, in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. 
Let your request be known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul understood. Paul understood the divine provision that was always enough for whatever that was going to meet him in the days of head. God was always providing for Paul whatever he needed for every challenge. And if you read the book of Acts and you read his letters, the challenges were massive. This is why Paul could write to the church at Philippi while he was in prison. That's when this letter was written. While he was in prison, the worst prison in the Roman Empire. While he was in prison awaiting execution, knowing there was no way around the execution. That's when he wrote these words. Paul had every reason to be angry, to be discouraged, to be depressed. Instead, he encourages those Christ followers in Philippi to rejoice, to respond with gentleness, to not worry, and in everything, let your request be known to God. In everything. God is waiting. Ask. May your will, O God, include the provisions for all that is coming in the future. To pray this prayer with our heart and our soul. To pray it not just every day, but every moment of every day gives us peace and assurance. You know, circumstances may harm our bodies. They may even destroy our bodies. (laughs) But The one down there cannot overcome the one up here to destroy our spirit. We are victorious. We are victorious through Christ Jesus our Lord. In this prayer, we look beyond the circumstances of our lives to the one who is ultimately in control. And say, God, for all, that I, for all that I want, for all that I think that I need, I place my life in your hands for your provision, under your timing. And I pray it with confidence. You know, when we pray this prayer, you know what happens? I, I think we become more generous. We become more generous. We no longer need to hoard our blessings. We can share with joy, knowing that God will provide. I am absolutely convinced that the source of my supply from God meets my every need. And there's been times in my life when I didn't really know. And yet God was faithful. When we pray this prayer with faith... It's easy for me to help others, to give my time, to invest in worship and Bible study, to tithe 10% of my income, because God is my source, not this world. God is my source. It is a faith issue, investing in what God can do, not only in this world, but in our lives. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, questions. You ready? 
Have you ever considered asking God for assistance? My guess is yes. You wouldn't be here if you hadn't. What's your greatest worry today? Now, just think, let it run through your mind. Is it, um, is it a job? Health? Family? School? COVID-19? The unspoken coming election? The conflict in the streets of our nation? Have we thought about asking God for assistance? Trusting God's timing, remembering God's resources. That's why Franklin Graham yesterday invited hundreds of Christians to come to Washington to march and to pray because he knew as we know that the only way out of the circumstances of this world is by praying prayers like this. My mother, even on her worst days, and uh, there were some pretty bad days. And this is a woman the last couple of years of her life who couldn't remember what she had for breakfast. Now, if you ask her what she had for breakfast, she'd make something up, you know, um, that would tell me when I'd ask her what she'd done the day before, she would remember a basketball game that she'd gone to in college and tell it to me and tell me the story of being there in every detail. But she could not remember even 20 minutes before that. But she did remember this. When she knew I was worried, this is what she'd say to me. Johnny, we so often, that's what she called me, by the way. But, and, Johnny, we so often want God to act on our time schedule. But there's no doubt. God is always right on time for those who love him. Several years ago, and I mean several years ago, when my daughter was little, and she would watch me, you know, watch football on television and get all excited, and she, she said to me, Daddy, will you take me to a football game? And I thought, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> Taking a six-year-old, squirmy little girl to a football game. Of course, her brother, older brother, he wanted to go with us. But I thought, you know, this will be a good father-daughter experience. And so we went. I mean, the game hadn't even started and she was ready to go. <laughs> you know, and, but fortunately, she loved the band and the cheerleaders. And so we'd go down to the, you know, to the bottom of the stand so she could see the cheerleaders up, up close. And we'd get close to the band so she could just be, you know, her ears would be deafened by the band. And, uh, and then we go up and sit in our seat for a little while, and she had no interest in the football game whatsoever. And it was only by the grace of God that we made it till halftime. <laughs> she wanted to see the bands. And after the bands, we started down the steps, and she was tired. And I said to her, I said, Kaylee, I said, be sure and hold my hand tight as we go down these steps. And she looked up at me and she said, Daddy, I'm too tired. I need you to hold my hand tight. 
I almost cried. I just uh, made it to the bottom of the steps, and, and I, I picked her up in my arms and carried her out to the car in the parking lot, and I strapped her in to the car, and she looked at me with those beautiful, big, tired, brown eyes, and she said, Daddy, I love you. I love you so much. In the same way, God is ready to hold us tight, even carry us if necessary. So we pray. May your will include the provisions for all that is coming in the future. Hold us close, Jesus, and carry us when our strength is gone. Because God is our source. When we don't know what to do, God is our wisdom. When we run out of energy, God is our strength. When we look, when things look desperate, God is our hope. When we are stressed, God is our peace. When we are ex exasperated, God is our patience. When we are overwhelmed with guilt and regret, God is our salvation. When we feel like giving up, God is our encouragement. We have a great God that loves us more than we can ever imagine. And God is the source of all things. And God is waiting. I truly believe this. God is just waiting for us to ask. To ask. In the... Uh, kind of in the middle of Jesus' ministry, at the height of his ministry. And, and you know the story. He was teaching. There were 5,000 families that were there. And after he finished teaching, the disciples came and said, Hey, they're hungry. What are we going to do? And this little boy with a loaf and two fish gave it to Jesus. I can just imagine the disciples smirking and, you know, kind of rolling their eyes. But with the loaf and two fish, Jesus fed them all. Just imagine if we were to give our gifts to God, to give ourselves to God, what God can do. Just imagine.